Hey everyone, welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. We are excited to be back for another episode. And this one's going to be fun too, because we are going to dive back into relationships. And we want to talk about dating and marriage and kind of how we've navigated the relationships in our lives and kind of get a little insight on on what we do and how we view it. Totally. It's going to get interesting, I think. <laughs> we like sometimes we don't know where these episodes are going to go and that's kind of how this one is. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. For sure. I can't wait. Yeah. But yeah, like Matt said, <clears throat> so relationships. I think Matt kind of touched on that. We're going to talk about all sorts of things when it comes to relationships, but I think Mainly more intimate relationships, right? Not really necessarily friendships or... No, I mean, we'll focus more on like marriage and things like that. Um, And the reason that I want to talk about this is because uh, I think just like everybody else, like you and I have a lot of ups and downs in our marriage and in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And right now it's been super weird to kind of look at things and understand where we're at because I feel like we have been at super high highs and super low lows. And right now we're just kind of in the middle, like not, not like not great, but not horrible. Yeah. And I think a lot contributes to that. I mean, you and I talk a lot about just like the seasons, I think. Yeah. If you kind of put it that way, I don't know. It makes sense in my mind that where I think every relationship has different seasons and not that those seasons are necessarily bad. I think there's always something Mm -hmm. to learn from them, but some of our, some of them are easier than others to be in. And I think where we're at right now and like why we wanted to talk about this topic was just because we do this podcast where we talk about relationships and we talk about the hard things. And I think we're also all about being real and authentic in that things are not always sunshine and rainbows over here in the Griner household. And that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We struggle. You guys know that we struggle with mental health things. We struggle with, you know, we have kids and jobs and life is crazy and so when I say seasons it really is just seasons of just like the good and the bad sometimes or maybe not even bad but just kind of messy and chaotic and and you're just trudging through the trenches and but I think it's a it's it's okay yeah and I also think that it's a relatable topic where a lot of I mean I would say most marriages go through times where they're just like where you don't really know where you stand with the other person. You feel like you're almost like tiptoeing around your relationship, mm-hmm. right? And when we get like that, because it does get like that for us, we're just like, we. I don't know if you're pissed. I don't know if you're mad. I don't know if you're angry, all that type of stuff. When it gets like that, we have to like kind of settle down and go back to the roots of everything and just be like, okay, cool. Personally, how am I doing? Am I all right? Okay, great. Am I okay to love my spouse? Like, do I have enough love? Like it was crazy. I was even sitting, um, I think I was in the shower the other night and I was like, listen, like Matt, Lauren just needs you to love her. Like she just needs you to be there for her. Um, whether or not she's going through something and you don't know, it doesn't like all you can do is love her. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was a cool realization, realization for me. Um, and I think for a lot of husbands out there that have, um, I mean that, I mean, obviously if you're a husband, you're married, but yeah, any, anybody that has a spouse that maybe like goes through stress or things like that, um, that's the biggest thing is just 
giving the making sure that you're okay to love yourself and then have enough love to give to that person as well yeah and i think that, that makes sense yeah no i think the key thing Sorry, in i took there, a while to get there <laughs> no, you're great i i was i was following but i think the key thing in there is like figuring out how to love yourself because i think a lot of times in those i mean for me at least where i'm at right now without like sharing us all my whole life right now because i don't really feel like i'm in a position where i really want to do that I'm not saying that like you're the one that's stressed. I'm just saying everybody goes through No, it. totally. But I can only talk about my experience. So sure. like oh, okay, for cool. me, yeah. it's in a situation right now where I literally thought, I think it was probably yesterday. I was kind of thinking that exact thing. I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like you don't like me? Even though we've had countless conversations about yeah. our relationship and how like we're okay with each other. But I can, I can tell, I'm, there's people... Uh, most relationships probably go through that where yes. it's like, I don't know if my spouse likes me right or now. Or I was like, oh, and I literally have had thoughts of like, why the hell are we married? And like, like when I go hard, I go hard. I like, I'm in the <laughs> trenches and, and my head goes to the worst case scenario. I'm a very dramatic person. I right. am at the theater. It's like in my blood. I don't know. <laughs> but I was thinking to myself the other day, why do I feel like this? I'm going to freaking cry. I didn't want to talk about this because I knew I was going to cry the whole episode. It's fine. We're going to cry. It's fine. We're going to let it all out. This is a therapy session for me, apparently. Um, And I was like, I can't figure out. Like, you kept asking me, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I didn't really want to talk about it. And I didn't want to talk about it. And the only reason I'm sharing this is because I feel like there's got to be other people that feel like this. And maybe not. Maybe I'm alone in it, but I don't feel like I am. So... I didn't really want to talk about it because I didn't really know what to say. Like, I don't really know how I feel about it. I like I'm, I said to you, I finally broke down and I said to you, like, I'm just kind of a little bit like I don't, I don't really have a lot of emotions. <laughs> I don't really have a lot of things. Like, my mind is not focused on me. And I think that is where I was like, wait, hold on. I got to backtrack because this is like exactly how I felt when I was like in one of like the deepest moments of my life. And the thing that brought me out of that and out of a bad relationship where we were at was I kind of started to focus more on myself and love myself a little bit more. And I haven't been doing that. And it wasn't until just barely that I was like, whoa, like when was the last time I did something for myself? When was the last time that I like asked myself the question that we freaking say all the time? Like, what do I want to do today? Like, because I've been so consumed with like the responsibilities that have been placed on me lately that I'm worrying about everything else or all the things I think I need to do. And I haven't really sat down and been like, what do I want to do? That's, that's realistic. Like I would love to peace out and go somewhere warm. I can't do that. So today we went to a store. I said, I want to go to this store. And you were like, done. And we moseyed our way over there. And I think it's the happiest. This is so stupid. <laughs> it's like the happiest have been like two weeks. Very cool. See, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm over here crying. It's that like, kind of leads into where I wanted this whole episode to go. And it's it's the fact that relationships have two different worlds. And what I mean by that is that um, like Lauren has her own stuff going on. She is her own person. And so am I. And we are two different people that came together. And now we have to figure out like emotionally um, how to how to navigate being married and we have to figure out what you like, what I like, what we like together. Um, 
how to communicate the best way to you because the way that I communicate to myself or to other people around me probably isn't the, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of things that go into that. And the second that we just start to um, like unpack everything into your world. So a lot of the times when we, let's say like we fight or we have a disagreement, um, I like to fix things really, really fast. Um, But you don't and you don't like that. Right. And so that's one thing that that's hard for me is when you come to me with a problem, I would love to fix it. Yeah. But so that's just an example of me like unpacking things on you from the things that I've done in my life. And so that's the thing is, is I want to talk about that a little bit and get your opinion. And I have some, a couple of questions I want to ask you about it, but just the fact that we are two different people and we've got to figure it out in a marriage. Yeah, I think I think as newlyweds, we, or even like kind of dating, we, I struggled with that. Like, just well, not really dating, but newlyweds for sure. Because I think I thought coming into a relationship, our worlds was our our worlds, our, our world was supposed to just like mesh together. Yeah, was, everything was supposed and to be sunshine like, and rainbows. And we always say like we're a team and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff, which I still believe. Yeah. But it wasn't until recently that I was like, whoa, wait, hold on. Your life doesn't revolve around me and my life doesn't revolve around you. Like we, they've got to cohabitate out here. Then we come together to make this amazing life. And if we don't have our individuality, did I say that right? Yeah. Individual. <laughs> oh my hell. If we're not separated, um, we lose ourselves. Which I think in a lot of marriages that happens to one spouse or yeah. another or maybe both where you just find yourself going into these roles that you've kind of created or that your spouse has created for you and like you're too scared to venture out or rebrand yourself or be a different person because you're worried of a dis- disappointing your significant other. And, and that's in my opinion, at least I don't know if you agree with that, but it's kind of like these you get into a marriage and then there's these roles that are set in there or you maybe have a conversation and there's jobs that you have or things you like to do. And and it's scary to change in a relationship because I think sometimes when we think of change in a relationship, it's like, oh my gosh, they're going to go off and find someone new and do all those things. When in reality, like they just need to go find themselves again so that they can love you even more. And that, yeah, and we've, I find myself doing that to you so much. And I've also seen it that you do it to me where where literally that I say things to you that make it's like, Hey, I need you to change so you can make me happy. But in all reality, that's just telling you like, Hey, don't be yourself. The person yeah. that I fell in love with, the person that I marry, the one that I want to be with. And it's, and you've even said, you're just like, what are the, like, what are the, some of the things you're like, um, like, like the clothes you wear or like the things you say, you know what I mean? Like, I think every spouse has an opinion of what they want this out of their exa- spouse. This is a great example. I have a cardigan on right now. It's like a Mr. Rogers oh, okay. sweater. <laughs> Just to paint a picture if you're not like watching her. Yeah. I don't we, don't we should put these on YouTube. We suck at doing it. But I have like a Mr. Rogers. Like it's from each. It's actually really cute. Okay. So back off. But I never said Matt it hates cardigans like to his soul. They're just, warm. They're just not my favorite. But Lauren wears them all the I time. I love them. They're cozy. They keep you warm. So that's a perfect, that's a perfect example because and who am I while, to tell you what to wear? But for a while I like get to me and I was like, I want to buy that card again, but yeah. I don't want to because Matt's going to say I look like a grandma. He doesn't think I look cute. <laughs> and then there was like a point recently where I was like, I don't freaking care. I'm going to wear the damn card again. He like, if he doesn't love me because I don't have a card again, I have a card on. 
then bye-bye. That's a perfect example. Right? Yeah. And I, I think I said something to you like, I'm wearing the cardigan and I like it and I don't really care. Like, I'm yeah. so sorry. I love you. And you were like, I don't care that much. But like, yeah, they're not my favorite, but I don't care if you wear it. And I was like, two thumbs up. Awesome. I'm going to wear the cardigan. That's perfect. Because <laughs> you said, you said that we step into these roles and we just kind of go along with whatever we think our spouse is going to want. Yeah. And I think that that, I think I, we've definitely been through that and down that road where I just... 1000% of my life catered to you and vice versa. Or and I tried to be something that I thought you wanted. Okay. Like without us even really talking. I've, I've done the same. I mm -hmm. was trying to be a, a certain person or dress a certain way or act a certain way or whatever that looked like because I thought that that's what you wanted. When in reality, it wasn't true. But I thought it was because I was, I was feeling that way because I was insecure with my I was insecure with myself. I'm just going to ask you, why do you think, why do you think that, that that's the case where even if I tell you, I love you, or if, if somebody's spouse tells them they love them, that they're beautiful and they're gorgeous, that they're the person for them. We still don't believe it. Why do you think so? It's because you don't believe it. Like you as an individual do not believe it. What? <laughs> <laughs> like if you told me I was beautiful sure, and amazing and, and all the things I've, we've totally been here. It's because I do not believe those things about myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I do not believe those things about myself. I yeah. do not believe that I, I measure up to whatever standard I've put to myself in life, whether that's looks or maybe it's my weight or it's how I'm doing at my job or as I, ha I am as a mom or whatever that is, right? You tell me all the time, you're such a good mom. Like you got to cut yourself some slack and in the back of my mind. I'm like, the hell with that like no i'm not it's because my standard of what a mom is is like astronomical like I, I i need to figure that out for myself i need to like tone it down and be like hey you're doing okay but like the self-talk on those aspects of things mm -hmm. it, it's hard and and it take and you are affected more by what you tell yourself than what anybody else is going to say to you you're, you're influenced by other people and it can hurt. But the second you start telling yourself, you start to actually believe it. Very cool. And I think that, I mean, that, that that's perfect because I think it's a lot of societal norms. It's Instagram. It's the things that we see every single day where it's like telling us that we're not good enough. But the one person that's sitting across from us that we're devout to, right, is saying, hey, I love you and you're good enough, but we don't believe it for ourselves. Yeah, like it's, it's, it, and it, and I think that that comes from, um, I mean, that's obviously a, a relationship by relationship thing, but if like, I'm not validating that enough in you or whatever it is, I think it comes from like what you said, a lot of insecurities. So no, hundred yeah. percent. But so I want to get into dating a little bit. Okay. We don't really have like a ton of experience with dating, but like, sure. I mean, I feel like we're like grandma's talking about this, like grandparents. But I think it's, it's the same. As, I think it's the same as marriage because like if we're talking about being two different people, especially in dating um, before marriage and, and maybe even like trying to date your spouse too, it's still trying to figure out who that person is um, and who you are so you can have like a cohesive relationship. Yeah. And I think a lot of times like we talk about societal norms all the time, but I think there's an unrealistic picture that's painted for us when it comes to dating like yeah. we watched the bachelor and we watched like like the perfect couples out there love island and, and like i would not classify any of those shows as perfect couples 
Sure. But you know, I know what you're talking no, about. Yeah. But like But even on like even on like reels and things that we see and like on TikTok and stuff like that, where it's like these couples are making these like comedic reels and everything looks perfect in their life. Yeah. And and you're like, why do I not have that? Or, yeah, exactly. or that's what I'm shooting that's, for. That's what I want. And yeah. that's what you're, yeah, exactly. But I think like, at least what I see in like the dating world from like my friends that are single or like we have a lot of people that we know that are like entering date, like that are in the dating pool and like kind of looking for a spouse. And it's interesting for me to watch how that all goes down because it's so different than when you and I were dating just because social media is so much bigger. Yeah. But it's also so comical at the same time because everybody's putting out there these highlight reels of their life. And I would dare say like not one person really is that true to who they really are most of the time when they're dating. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to be whoever they think someone wants to be because they saw some girl on TikTok do X, Y, and Z. And they think they need to be this person. They think their ass needs to be hanging out and they need to have this specific kind of makeup and the extensions and the spray tan. And I'm not saying those things are bad. Like I've done all of them, but do it for you. Don't do it for a guy. Right. Because you lose yourself when you do that. You lose yourself. And I also think that like a lot of times your standards are don't match up to the standards that you should have for yourself. You put everybody else up on a pedestal of what they should be like for you when you haven't done the work for yourself. So if you're in the pool of dating, I would challenge you to freaking do the work now. And I think I would say like it's the same in marriages. You have to continue to work on yourself before you can truly let somebody in to love you and you can't have an expectation for your spouse that you don't have for yourself. You shouldn't have expectations at all, but... I mean, a standard, I would say, I guess everybody kind of has an idea of what they want to be or who they want to be or whatever. And I think that you can't really have that. You just need to be you. Yeah. Expecting anything from your spouse is that that's where it always gets sticky, especially. And we've talked about that a lot. So that's a good point. Um, and it, when we're thinking about like being two different people and having two different worlds come together, um, I think one of the biggest and hardest things is like understanding like I have a very hard time understanding the other side and I have like when, when you come to me with your problems, like I said, I try and fix things, but it, like I, cause I don't know your world. I tell you that all the time. Like, Hey, I'm not in your head, babe. So like, let me in or like, mm-hmm. tell me what you need. Right. Yeah. Um, so how, like what advice would you give to a couple that, that says that? Like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't get my wife. She doesn't think like I do. That's a hard question. Okay. Um, I think for me, like where it's caused contention in our relationship when you say that is because I don't necessarily want to have to explain what's going on in my head. Not that I want you to know. I know that's like a common thing for women to be like, I just want you to know what I'm thinking. Yeah. Which sometimes I do. I wish you just knew what I was thinking or how I felt. Um, But I think for me, it's I don't want to feel like you're trying to work on me. Oh, okay. Or solve, or like solve my problems. I don't want to feel like a project. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I have to explain all this to you because it's just like shit that's going on in my head already. And I, and sometimes it helps to like actually talk about it. 
Okay. So I would say like if you're on the opposite side of that where you're like, I don't understand my partner. I don't understand. I would say the chances, the, the reasons they're not sharing things with you or the reason you don't understand them is because you've had a conversation recently or in the past or whatever and you've met them at the conversation with there's a shit ton of judgment. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. And they've come to you with a problem. And you've probably said the words of like, that's not really that big of a deal. I don't really understand why you're that upset. Okay. I don't really understand why that's making you so mad. You need to calm down. Sure. Let's try to fix this. I don't think it's that big of a like those. You're literally kind of just things. saying everything that I've told you in the But I'm ever, just saying like no, but I've also awesome, I've also so. said things like that to you where it's like, I don't really understand why this is bugging you so bad. Or like yeah. those kind of things. And so I think when you come at somebody with those things, the other person just is kind of like a well, fuck you. Like, I just spilled my heart out to you. And you're yeah. telling me, like, go away. Like, that's literally how I feel. Like, I'm just like, why would I talk to you if I already kind of feel shame and guilt on my end and sure. I'm feeling like shit inside and then I'm going to talk to you about it. And then you just make me feel like, oh, okay, yeah, I am being like a psycho. That kind of thing. This you know is This I mean? conversation is very too real because <laughs> it is 100% like conversations that we've had in the past. Yeah. Right? But I think I, I think where you're getting at is kind of like we have to understand. We've got to try to understand our partner a little bit more rather than just push our crap onto them because I do that all the time. And like um, and on the girl side, too, because I think that I mean, genetically, it might be different, whatever. But I think a lot of girls act like girls and guys like act like guys. Right. So like my thing is like I'm very simple. And I like to be to the point. I like to get things done quickly. I don't like to, if we don't have to talk about it, I, that's fine. Right. And so it's just understanding and, and, but I think that I, I would love to find a way. And I think it would be awesome to find a way to, to maybe conversation cards or the art of the, how to do that or how to spark conversations and relationships. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I think the other thing too, is like a lot of times I'm thinking, so like I just recently had kind of a, a a fight with somebody that I am close to. Sure. And it happened really fast and you weren't really there when it happened and all you got was just me like crying in the car and and being super pissed. <clears throat> and I was trying to talk, to, I wanted to talk to you about it like in the moment because I was mad as hell. Yeah. And you were like, let's not talk about it right now. Let's talk about it like later when the kids go to bed. Just they didn't have to hear about it, which is fine. Not that we don't fight in front of our kids, because I think that that's also healthy for your kids to see. Um, you fight and then make up. I think that that's very, very healthy for them to see that adults can fight and still have a relationship and still be in love. Yeah. But the fight had to do with our children that I got in with this person. So we didn't want to, to talk about it anymore in front of them. And by the time we got home, we got him to bed and all this stuff. You just kind of like laid down and I mean, we kind of it was kind of just a night like we were just ready to go to bed. And I still really wanted to talk about it. And you were kind of like, hey, like I said something like, so I guess like good night. Like you don't really want to talk about it. Like and you and you said to me, like, oh, no, we can really talk about it if you need to. And at that point, I was like, mm, I don't know if I need to talk about it. Like, I think it probably would just make me more mad. I'm good. I'm going to go to bed. Right. Because through our relationship, I kind of learned to kind of do that from you, which I appreciate. Like, it's kind of something that sometimes I need to do. And so with that being said. What I think you've done a good job at that I'm trying to get to. I'm like a roundabout okay. way. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Is that 
I know that you didn't necessarily really care what the fight was about because you kind of thought it was dumb that it happened in general. Like you didn't really want to talk to me about it because you didn't want me to get worked up because like down to the core root of it, like you didn't really care about it, correct? No, I cared about it, but I, I didn't want you, like, that's the thing. I didn't want you to get worked up in, especially in front of the kids. So. Yeah. But I would say like, ultimately, like when I have wanted to talk to you and you like kind of push it away or I would say it's something that's maybe not important to you. Okay. I feel that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me mad. And then I'm like, I'm not going to talk to him anymore because, and you've totally done the same thing to me where like you try to talk to yeah. me about something and I'm like, I could give two shits about this right now. Why are we talking about this? That kind of thing. And I come across a little bit rude and you've called me out on it, which I appreciate about, but where I'm going with this, I'm sorry, it's taking me a minute, is that sometimes in those moments, we've totally talked about this and I will, I will say to you or you've said to me like, I just need you to care because you love me. Definitely. Like I need you to act interested and I need like, it's like when you talk to a little kid and you don't really know what they're talking about, but you're like so invested because you love them and you want them to feel important. The, that you got to do that for your spouse sometimes. So if you get home from work and you've had a long day and your wife wants to tell you about X, Y, and Z, listen to her. Don't crush her dreams. Just listen to her yeah. and, and and actually listen. I'm not talking about like where you're passively listening and you're thinking about all the other things you've got to get done or the day that you had or whatever. Like just give a couple minutes of your time how they want to receive it. And that's right what I wanted to lean, lean into was a way to understand your spouse really could come down to, hey, what's your love language? Oh, totally. And I think that's how you understand how their world works and how your world works is getting down to what makes them tick no, 100%. and what they want and the way they want to be loved and the way that they give love. Because once you can understand that, then you understand that you are totally separate from me and let's figure out how this works together and how I can please you. Yeah. Because I know with you, like, okay, Matt's had a bad day. I can tell that you're upset or we got in a fight or whatever. And for me, it's talking. Like, I need to talk to you. I need to compliment you. We've got to work through it. You're also physical touch. So I like, like the hugs and the kissing and like that kind of stuff or like holding your hand or whatever that is. Simple things sometimes, but Mm -hmm. the physical touch is really important to you. Or like I am opposite a little bit where it's like, I want to spend time with you. Mine's quality time and uh, acts of service. Mm -hmm. And so it's like help make my life a little bit easier or sit and listen to this stupid story that I want to tell you or go to the plant store with me just because I want you to be there with me. Do you know what I mean? And, And I think as we've learned that about each other, I still totally suck at love languages. I do. I'm going to call myself out on that one. I'm getting. It's not that you suck. The thing is, is about love languages. And really, we didn't know that this conversation was going to go this route, but it's perfect. Um, is that it's really, really hard to to give love how you don't want to receive it. It's hard. Yeah. And so we tend to give love how we want to receive it. And so I'm sitting there complimenting you, telling you how good you look. When really in all reality, that's what I want to hear. Yeah. For me. And I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I'm like, I have since knowing that that's your love language. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I will like, do things. You have to understand almost that that's like, oh, Matt's trying to. Well, right. well, not even that, but for me, like making sure that I'm showing you love, how you like to receive it. Yeah. Is like, I think if your love, if um, words of affirmation is not one of your love languages, like one of your higher ones, this will make sense to you. So there's a lot of times in my head, I will think things about you. 
Like okay. I will be like, damn, he looks super hot or like, wow, he's such a good dad or like, oh my gosh, that was so nice that he did that for me. And I'll think them in my head and I'm like feeling all the feels about you, but I don't vocalize them. And since realizing that words of affirmation is one of your love languages, I will catch myself thinking that thought and thinking to myself, I got to say that out loud because I right. think, oh, it's not that it's not really that important. Like the fact that I'm having the thought is like a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to vocalize it to him. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, hey, your ass looks really good. Like as you get out of the shower. Like I, I think that most of the time when I watch you get out of the shower, I'm like, that's funny. Mm, that booty. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm like, oh, like that's nice to look at. And I don't hardly ever tell you that very rarely. Right. Sometimes I do. But like it's things like that where like I, I have to work on it so hard because it's, it's not, not something that comes easy to me. Yeah. So if that's not one of your love languages, those little thoughts you have in your head, and that's, that's vocalize the, them. Yeah, that's the biggest point too is it, like loving your spouse is never going to come easy. No. Um, there's like love at first sight and there's the butterfly stage and all that stuff. But in a marriage, uh, like understanding your world and understanding how to make this work is very hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that we sugarcoat that a lot in society where we try and tell ourselves that this is going to be easy. Once, once we seal the deal, once you put the ring on it, like this is going to be easy. And really, if we can't understand that we're coming from two different aspects of of life and trying to make it one. And if you can't understand it, marriage gets hard. It does. And like I said, there are seasons to each marriage and yep. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to throw and not only do you have seasons with like your emotions and things, but seasons in newlyweds to trying to have kids if that's what you're going to do. And then having kids and then there's seasons within those kids and where yeah. you sit there and, Oh, we have young kids and now they're teenagers. Now we're going through that. And then like, Oh, we're an empty nesters. And like, I think if we're not constantly working on our relationship and in our marriage in those seasons, yeah, that's that's not good. And we're not working on ourselves in those seasons either. It's funny to look back, like it's funny to look at the good times and the bad times in our relationship and realize when we're actually connecting and when we're not. Yes. Um, because it's when it's good, it's like like you're having sex multiple times a week, like you're talking all the time, you're laughing. We're having fun, like we're not bickering at each other. But then obviously when it gets bad, like it's the total opposite of that. Yeah. And it's it's funny how when we actually do communicate and understand each other's worlds, how that connection just it's source. No, 100 percent. And it gets amazing. I want to share this because I think it's fun. And I know we have some older couples that listen to us. Okay. So my parents are in the stage of life where my youngest brother is graduating. And so like they, empty yeah, and my mom yeah. and dad have known each other since they were 15. So a long time mm-hmm. and they've gone through all these seasons and it was so fun. My um, parents shared this the other day with us that they were home that like it was, I was like, I think it was like a holiday or something. I don't know. Anyways, they were home or it was like, we had like a snow day or something. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad were home by themselves and, um, my parents have got, done a really good job as we've gotten older to kind of like kind of have their own lives. Like I think for a long time, our their life kind of revolved around us because there's so many of us. Yeah. But they kind of have their individual hobbies that they now love and they kind of do those by themselves, but then they always come back together. So they were at home one night and they were kind of like, well, we're snowed in. It's like, what are we going to do? And, and yeah. my dad and mom were kind of like, well, we can't go out to eat. So like, let's make dinner together. So they made dinner together and they kind of sat down and 
um, they were like, okay, like this is kind of new. Like we haven't done this. And like, not that they don't go on dates, but like it's been a really long time since they were like completely at home by themselves. Like my brother was out of town. Like no one was coming over. Right. They were just like, it was legit. They were empty nesters. And my dad was like, I knew we could like, you know, get on our phones or go watch a movie or whatever. And instead they made this like beautiful dinner of stuff that they had. And they sat down and he was like, we started to kind of play like, guess this song on the Alexa. So they were like playing these songs, but then it turned into, they would play a song and then it would be like, hey, remember? Oh my gosh, remember this song happened? And they would talk about the memories that they've had with those songs. And he was like, I didn't realize like how amazing that moment was for us. And it was so simple, but we just reconnected even though like they're a very connected couple. They didn't, I mean, he was like, it was amazing. Like I didn't realize how much we needed that in that moment. And I was like, how fun is it that my parents who were in their fifties did get this to go through that and again. get to go yeah. through this and they get to create these memories. And then, you know, he was like, it was fun. Cause then it kind of turned into like, we would play these songs and then it sparked conversation and then conversation turned into storytelling. And then, well, well you know, what do you want to go do? And then my mom shared with him, which I think this is so fun. She was like, I want to take dancing classes, which if you know my mom, that was something that I was like, wait, oh my gosh, like, wait, what? You want to take dancing classes? And so they told us that and like, guys, you got to find us somewhere to take dancing classes. And I think that's so cool to look at of like, they're still doing things to not only improve themselves, but to improve their relationship because they are in a different season of life. And so it is kind of that like always dating your spouse. We have another friend who is also kind of their similar age who buys his wife flowers every Friday. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, wait, that's a lie. Like, he doesn't really buy you flowers every Friday. And she's like, no, he does. And they've never missed a Friday. And I was like. So I wonder in that scenario. I wonder in that scenario, honestly, <coughs> like who's love. Let's, if it's I love getting like if I love getting gifts that I'm going to give her flowers, like if it's his love language or whatever. Right. But I think what you're saying is honestly just try, like learning and, and understanding your spouse all throughout your marriage. And pursuing them. And pursuing them as well. Yeah, perfect. And doing the things that you would do if you were dating. Like think of the dates. Like if you and I weren't married, what would we do? Like I think of the creative things we did. We had a picnic at the baseball field and we looked at, we stargazed and we like. Okay, great. That's a perfect example right there. Picnic, your thing. Baseball, my thing. Exactly. And so it's bringing the two things together. Stargazing, making out. So yeah. It's wonderful. I think the biggest things that I like love and I think that I've taken away from this conversation is that figure out the love language of your spouse. And that, that way you'll be able to understand who really they are and make a relationship work. Um, and then the other thing is communicate constantly from like what you were saying. Yeah. Regardless if of you even can't, if you don't want to. Ex- perfect. Yeah. If you can't communicate with your spouse and really understand, <laughs> I keep saying understand, I, it's, it's super important who you are, then I can't give you love how you want to. So totally. And, mm-hmm. and if you don't know yourself, you can't articulate that back to your partner. Yep. It's like, Tell me what you want. She's like, I don't know what I want. Like mm-hmm. the notebook. For, and it's so true. You have to know what you want. Or you have to be able to at least be brave enough to be like, you know what? I don't really know where I'm at. Can you help me figure it out? Like help me dig through the trenches. Help me help me get I out. I love that. And be brave enough to let them in. Not because you think that they're trying to solve your problems, but because you love them and you know that they're going to reflect something back on you that you might find that you love about yourself which i know is kind of a deep topic no but it's it's but it's it's so true let's pretend we we used our spouses as therapists how cool would that be it would be cool i think it might cause some fights here and there but i think sometimes those fights might no but what i'm saying is like (laughs) in the perfect world 
And I think what we're striving for is to have obviously your spouse not judge you. Yeah. And to just accept you for who you are. A million percent. And man, those like, and we've had those conversations. It gets good. It gets bad, whatever. But we've had those conversations where it's just like, hey, who are you? I can help you. Because a lot of people out there, if I, I mean, they don't know, I didn't know who I was and, and I looked in the mirror and I didn't love myself. And so I couldn't give you anything. And it was super hard that way. So, um, I, I this this has turned into a super fun topic. It has. <laughs> I told you guys we don't really ever know where they're gonna go. And sometimes they're all over the place. So hopefully you followed along. You yeah. made it this far. We love you, um, and we appreciate you guys. Um, if you guys have any questions or you need us, you know where to find us. Follow us on Instagram. Definitely. It's at podcast or TikTok. The TikTok. Yeah. But mainly Instagram. We kind of just mainly check our Instagram and. Yeah. Communicate with your spouses, guys. Um. It, it, I mean, it makes for a fun time and obviously we, we have seen the benefits of it. And so we love you guys and we hope you come back next week. Peace out. Peace out.